they had to slap a two on it and pretend it's a brand new game. Like, uh, because it's still, it's not a brand new game, really, because it's like the only thing that's going to be new in Overwatch 2 is campaigns. But all the characters that are in Overwatch 2, you can still play if you have Overwatch 1. So it's like, that just goes to show you the type of uh, wave that uh, their, their new handlers are on. It's this like a chronological sequel. Like, just there's like, a story, and that's like, like the story of Overwatch resolves... Says, yeah, I was going to say, I was watch one. Yeah, that's all I was going to try to get to. Roka die. Yeah, I was trying to get to the comments. You don't yeah. know me. <laughs> so yeah, that's so. Um, so yeah, that's that's okay. um that's sadly where they're going. Just like, uh, two, um, two beers. Can I say oh, one thing to what you just said with Overwatch? Uh-huh. It makes perfect sense. Keep in mind, this is the same Activision. That was selling you Destiny 2 and then give you pieces <laughs> of the fucking story for 30 fucking dollars as DLC patches and then lock you out of certain parts of the game because you had to buy the fucking DLC. Yes. So it's let's let's continue. Not, let's continue. It's not like that. I was actually How is it not like that when you're paying fucking $30 for the fucking campaign, which was not included in the first one? How is it not like that? Welcome, 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 welcome everybody to another episode of Shoot the Shit Podcast. I am your host, Khan, as always, and we are back for episode number eight. And with me, as always, my co-host, Mr. Two Beers. Hello, sir. Hey, what's going on, man? How y'all doing, people? I hope, I hope they're doing well. And like we like to always do, every... Every once in a while, we like to shake things up because I know you get tired of hearing me and Two Beers voices all the time. We we like to bring in the guests, and we have our guests for today, Mister G X Drifter. What's up, sir? What's up? What's up? <laughs> <laughs> How are you guys doing? <laughs> Not too bad, man. Not can't too complain. bad. You can't complain. Exactly. Exactly. So uh, we got a we got a lot of stuff to discuss, but I. I, I think I think the I know people are past it, but we never got our our little you know our 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 due in. So real quick, Kobe Bryant unfortunately passed away Sunday. Sad, sad to see him and nine or well, eight other people you know lose their lives in a helicopter crash. So uh, we'll we'll take this one moment to allow you know everybody you know. To say whatever they want to say, how they feel, get it off their chests about uh, Kobe's uh, unfortunate uh, early death. Uh, I'll start with you, Two Beers. Go ahead. Any anything you want to say or any remembrance, any words? Uh, no, just rest in power. It's a very messed up situation, especially for everybody who was on there. It sucks, but um, much love out to his family, and hopefully they can get through this tough situation that they're currently in. Okay. All right. GX Drifter? Um, I don't want to hear anything more about that. Like, it was the most horrifying thing I've heard all year, probably, because of the daughter and such. Yeah, you're you're coming in a little uh, short. <laughs> okay. I don't know what it, it's like. We have a guest and they have technical difficulty, but it's fine. It's fine because when we don't have a guest, it's usually two beers. So go ahead. Yes. <laughs> All right. I'll take some of the weight of your technical difficulties off of you. That's cool. That's cool. Um, yeah. What I do want to say, though, 
is Kobe Bryant was an amazing basketball player. Like a lot of times somebody dies and people are like, oh man, we're going to miss him. He was so great. Or, you know, she brought us all this stuff that we didn't talk about until now. Um, we never thought about that stuff. But Kobe was fucking awesome at basketball. Yeah. <laughs> he was really, really good. Yeah. yeah. I agree. The best game I ever saw, he played, uh, he was playing up against uh, James and the. The Cavs, I think. Maybe the Heat, whatever. But the two of them were just going berserk. I think they each scored like 80 points that game. Just an unbelievable show of basketball offense. And I thought, yeah, Hall of Fame, done. Yeah. All right, that's all I got to say about that. Oh, no, that's fine. That's fine. Thanks, man. That was that was good. And I'm going to probably run with the same sentiments as uh, Two Beards. And almost same sentiments as UGX. It's like, it's past. I kind of didn't want to really discuss it, but I figured, hey, let's let's at least address it once. You know, in this program, we've talked about a lot of people passing. I think the last time we did a P3 podcast was when, um, oh, the uh, guy out of L.A. passed away. The uh, rapper entrepreneur. Oh, Nipsey. Nipsey, yeah, yeah. yeah that was the last <laughs> time. But um, not to take away from Kobe, as GX Drifter stated, he was an amazing basketball player. And during these times, let's not try to bring out the alleged and other harm, other stuff that a guy might did. Let's just, you know, remember him for what he was famous for, what he did that helped, you know, the people of this world to move on and get some kind of enjoyment. And let's, as Subir said, let's hope that his family, you know, can move on and this and the pain can, you know, subside quicker, you know, because death is uh, very, very uh, powerful, especially when you lose uh, not one, but two people in your family. Yep. So let's 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 put away the soft, you know, the sadness real quick, and let's let's get into some topics. And this is um, we'll start with the first one. This is a topic that's all too familiar, all too familiar on this podcast, and that's uh, that's the Xbox, the Xbox, because we got the the, the cheerleader over here, Mister Two Beards, for Microsoft, oh, always, always <laughs> kowtowing every time, and they could do no wrong. So let's 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 that talk. It is. It, that is exactly what it is. So let's let's talk about. We talked last week about the uh, Xbox and basically what they could do and whether or not exclusives was going to hurt them or if it was going to help them. But recently, rumors have been coming out that um, the stats for the uh, for the Xbox and PS5 that came out and basically the CPU is, a, is the same for both, but the GPU is better on the Xbox, but RAM and then the uh, SSD is a lot quicker on the PlayStation 5, which a lot of people are giving information and their input thinking that, yeah, the PS5 is going to kill it in terms of performance. Uh, I'll start off with you, GX Drifter, before we get to the um, Xbox fanboy. What do you think about this? Um, I think that both of them seem very powerful. I don't know what that power would be for. Like, we've had these conversations before. <laughs> um, like... The Xbox One, I think, is as powerful as a video game system needs to be. You want to tack on another $200 to it to uh, make it more advanced for televisions, I guess. The PlayStation, though, I think is going to come through and 
take the the championship of that generation just because Sony knows how to do it right. Like mm. they uh what I heard about the solid state drives is that they're gonna make it so that you can download parts of games and play them while the rest is downloading. Kinda like on uh, you know, PCs when they have like you're still loading but you're ready to play. No, you can choose. So they're like you can just doing... do the multiplayer. They're all supposed to be doing split downloads. Like yeah. But uh, mm-hmm. what you're I mean to cut you off, but one of the things that um Crackdown three did was it made the uh, multiplayer and the, the main campaign two separate downloads. You could actually delete the multiplayer if you wanted to and you still have the uh, the campaign. Hmm. So, like that. Um, sir, why oh, I, I understand you're 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 a fanboy, but why oh, would you why why would you even bring Crackdown Three onto this stream? Why would you even use that as an example? Why would you use that as an example, sir? <laughs> why? Does it fit? It hurts so bad. Hey, you know the example worked. We don't have to talk about the game. Oh, Good shit. point, but my God, go ahead, Two Bears. Go ahead. What's your input on this? On for those in stream, uh, I do have up uh, basically from the BGR article oh, uh, the information. I will be, since I will be devil's advocate or defending Xbox's honor in this particular um, discussion, I think you should go, and I'll go last. Really? <laughs> okay, sure. Wow. All right, he's going to drop the mic on you, though. No, nah, he's not going to drop the mic. Um, point of matter is this. It doesn't matter if the PS5 was slower. We all know that Sony's going to most likely rule this generation because most people favor uh, Sony over Microsoft when it comes to choosing their system. So um, the stats are interesting, but once again, these are all rumors. It's all going to be dependent on how people you know, use those different things. <sighs> A bigger GPU is good. There, Sony's always in favor. So when you yeah, look at which, so wait, wait, no, 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 no. It doesn't mean about better. It just means they're in favor by audience. So it doesn't. It isn't a matter of whether or not it's better. The audience. No, like, there's a bias they, between gamers for what systems they support. Uh, Europe is a Sony market. Japan is a Sony market, and for the most part, most of the U.S. is a Sony market. All the other countries, you could throw them in the hat as to what they support. But I mean, you got the three largest markets. They already support Sony, so therefore, whether they're good or not, they're still going to be. You know, but like they support favorite. them because they're good. Gaming is gaming. <laughs> I don't. I don't look when I play games. I don't care if it's on the Sony, if it's on the PC, if it's Xbox. I just play games. I don't care about platforms and systems. That's just the name. Right, but there's games on the Sony consoles that aren't on other platforms that yeah. are great. Right. Sure, I'm sure they are. I've I haven't played them, but I'm sure they are. <laughs> <laughs> okay, all right. I mean, I hear God War is amazing. I, I'm sure it is, but I've never played it on the play, on the oh. uh, PlayStation 4. I have a PlayStation 4. It collects a lot of dust. But yeah. Oh, you should play God of War. Yeah, one of these days. Okay. <laughs> <laughs> one of these days. To, but no, I, I it's on the list. It's one of these days. I have I still pay for the PlayStation Now or Plus or whatever the subscription is. So whatever comes into it, like I got uh, I forget one of the games that came up for. I think the last game I played on the PlayStation was the uh, Sony Spider-Man game. That was the last one I played. And that was really good. Great. That was really really good. So go ahead, two beers. 
Mm. Oh, well, I thought you were going to like go in about the whole spec thing, and I was about to. I did go in the spec thing. You, it's, no, no, it's all rumors. No, we don't know. No. I yeah, did. yeah, so you said that. I don't even have any. I don't, there's no need for me to actually debunk any of that. This guy. This guy. So your comment was nothing? Mm-hmm. Or it was in agreement with what I said? Yeah, it was in agreement with what you said. Like the. Um, but there's actually one of the things is um with the with the uh, the one guy who dropped the rumors and like uh and other people were saying the rumors they're all based it off of there was a leak uh there was a leak um, prototype uh, uh Xbox um, Series X floating out in the um, in the yonder and inside of the Xbox um, Series X there was a budget um, Fission if I'm saying it correctly um, SSD uh, controller. And so, um, so that's why a lot of people are saying that the SSD in the Xbox is going to be half the speed of the uh, the, P- the PS4, which is rumored to actually use a um, the new Samsung uh, SSD, um, which is on a uh, four point uh, a four PCIe um, controller. But the thing is that it can't be a fission because even in Microsoft's uh, it can't be an existing fission because even in Microsoft's own um, video. They basically said that they're making a custom SSD from the ground up, and they actually confirmed uh, on one of the sites the company that they're getting their SSD from. So it's definitely not a so that that whole SSD thing, even if it is faster, even if it, even if Sony still comes out being faster, that one's blown out of the water from that. But since um since we're not arguing the whole spec thing, I um I completely agree with you. Everything is uh for the most part rumors. Um, I do think uh, Sony will have the loyalty-based advantage. I think um, slowly but surely uh, Xbox doing its um, customer-first forward model is actually going to win over uh, more and more people. Um, it's already winning over people now. Mm. Oh, we're going to be rude like that? <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Is that how we're gonna do? You want me to like? I'm sitting here. You're entitled to your wrong opinions, but I ain't saying nothing. You can, you can, you can. You can tell him that he's wrong. Like, like fucking farting and burping when you talking and shit. (laughs) But um, uh, yeah. So it's like uh, I think they're like stuff like Game Pass Ultimate, like um, all the other things that they're offering for uh, customers. I think that's going to actually win them over. Uh, As far as the exclusives go. They currently have, uh, they bought 13 studios, so they now have 16. Uh, like, uh, and these are good studios. They aren't like um, just, uh, just not things that people have never heard of. So I'm expecting uh, some big uh, AAA titles coming on. I'm expecting some uh, wide range of variety. And we'll see if those games actually match up to the type of uh, games that Sony put out. Now on the Sony end, even though they're going in with a whole lot of steam, there's been a few things that's been worrying to me. Uh, worrying to me when it when it comes to Sony, like the the fact that they um, they kicked Sean Layden to the curb, and then um, the American dude that they made the uh, head of Sony now, and like he's running the business real weird. Like uh, like when he made the uh, when he made the 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 claim that um, that they're not worried about indie developers at all. They just they only just want to see big AAA epic. Um, epic experiences and like that's very very different from um the the uh, earlier stances that like that the ps4 had and stuff like that mm-hmm. so it just makes me kind of like he, him saying that and that's the way that they're moving right now and some of the choices that they're making is it's making me wonder if they're going to shoot themselves in the foot 
during their launch if they're going to do the same thing Xbox One did, like coming off uh, a little bit uh, anti-consumer and stuff like that. We'll see. Okay. Yeah. Interesting. Right. Interesting. Like fucking search and I have to say shit. <laughs> All right. Wow. Well, I'll give you a chance to say <laughs> shit oh, no, no, as as I'm as you stated before. So no, no, that brings us to our second topic real quick, which you did kind of allude to. So we wanted to talk about uh, Microsoft. So Microsoft gave their quarterly report, and um, the one and only weak point, as we'll show in the stream right now, uh, is uh, the Xbox division, where they were profitable in pretty much everything Microsoft. But um, the Xbox, and this is an article by Engadget. A lot of them are attributing maybe it to uh, the new consoles coming out, different things as that. As Two Beers alluded, and outside of this mm-hmm. article, that uh, Game Pass had its best, you know, quarter where they basically doubled their audience and so forth. So, uh, what's your, what's everybody's thoughts on uh, the Xbox division? Basically, being the one hit. The one uh, loss for uh, Microsoft this actual uh, quarter. And I'll start with you, two beers. This sexual quarter. <laughs> sure, go ahead. Okay. Um, yeah, like I said before, it's um, it's basically it's a new console year, so you're gonna expect that their sales are actually gonna drop down. Like um, that that's gonna basically hit, the sales are gonna slow on the um, on the current generation when it's a new console year. That's just how it goes. Like the only one that's actually. Um, <clears throat> doing great sales right now because of course it's going to do great sales right now is the switch yeah this is no surprise to me but like i said before like um i don't think microsoft is worried about console sales at all i also feel that that's why um with that whole customer forward thing that you yawned at that's why i feel that that's the reason why the uh when the next generation when the when the series x drops this year that's the reason why it's going to be a a cross-generational system for uh one to two years they don't care about how many sales that the system actually sells. It's more about how many uh, people they get onto Game Pass and stuff like that, and like actually trying to get more of their claws into the uh, the PC market in other areas. Okay, go ahead, uh, GX Drifter. Any comments? Yes, of course. <laughs> um, so I feel like Microsoft never really like since the original Xbox, they never really got the the grounding that they wanted to on the Xbox. And uh, as far as I recall, they've never really done well, even though the the systems were, like, solid. Like, 360 wanna... was a good system. Yeah, had the PS3. good exclusives. Yeah. Yeah. I think I read that um, it did at first and then slowed down. Like, the the console race where like they match up times like this year it's going to be both of them are going to pretty much launch at the same time probably mm-hmm. right um that used to never happen like it the death of the NES into the birth of the Genesis the death of the Genesis into the birth of the Super Nintendo like that like we would have alternating years but now like they're coming out so close together I, I don't ever see the the race as being about um bigger fan bases like i i think at the end of the day the systems with the best games are gonna do the best yeah. and 
But if that's but, but sometimes no, a folk. Okay, no, boy. I was going to say, but as uh, argued beforehand, you, you say the system with the best games, but the best games is a matter of opinion. If somebody only wants to play Magic the Gathering, they're not going to care about God of the War. If somebody wants to play Madden and Call of Duty, they don't care about all the other games. They're they're yes, not interested. Yes, yes. So listen, listen, so listen. it's all it's no 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 it's all opinion. You know, it, you you say the best games, but that's the opinion of the person or the fanboy of that system. You know, it, until. It, until it, it doesn't matter. That's that's irrelevant. You define best. If best means something, then you can compare things according to what best means, like what we all agree on. Mm-hmm. Hmm? Yeah, I mean, you can. That's true. But the point is, you're saying it has the best games. If you want, that doesn't mean that Joe Bob is going to go buy a Sony game if none of those games interest him. You can say I have all the best games. It's about whether. The user has the system has games that the user wants to play. It doesn't have to do anything about best. It's an opinion. Well, how about this? How about this? Um, do you have uh, Xbox One? Yeah, I have all systems except for the Switch. I feel like that's most of the people. And why don't you have a Switch? Because I bought a Wii and I'm good at all Nintendo systems after that. I feel like you make a lot of opinions about games <laughs> before you play those games. No, I had no interest in those games, so therefore I'm not going to invest my money into those systems in those games. You're missing out on the Wii. Okay, so why do you have... I'm missing out on the Wii. The Wii is dead, sir. Sorry, you're missing out on the Switch. (laughs) Thank you. (laughs) Wii is not dead. It's still selling games. (laughs) Games just came out for the Wii. (laughs) Um, But yeah, anyways. um, Okay, so let's set the nintendo aside just for the record uh conomaniacs out there fans i'm the nintendo guy Economy-nice. all right so that's what they call them right yeah that sounds Kanye's so uh setting nintendo aside just between the playstation and the xboxes i think most will have both Nah, usually most people would be PC and they'll get a Sony as an alternate. As um, I could look for it, but uh, that was the um, specific thing when you were I looking at. I can't believe that. It is oh, true. Mean, uh, right now, um, there's 106, I think 106 million mm, okay, PlayStation okay. 4 owners. And there's like, uh, the last time Xbox released their numbers, it was 50 million xbox owners but they haven't released anything and that was like i believe playstation's at a billion now oh yeah playstation 4 is a monster worldwide but i'm just talking about like in america xbox ones are dirt cheap playstation 4s are dirt cheap who doesn't have an xbox one with their playstation message me i'll send you one I know a lot of people. Uh, one of our fans of the show, DW Mage, only has a PlayStation Four. He doesn't have an right, Xbox. In fact, in fact, oh, he transitioned from Xbox to PlayStation uh, this generation. So, and he's a PC, and he has a PC. And then also Dame Falcon, another streamer I talked to, she has PC, PlayStation, and Switch, and not an Xbox. There's a lot of people who do not have Xbox. Uh, Vincent Vega, another streamer, has PC, PlayStation. And no Xbox. Uh, BroBQ has PC, PlayStation, Switch, and sold his Xbox. And then also Angry Pug, another streamer, is PC, PlayStation, and Switch. So a lot of people have all systems but Xbox. At least from people yeah, from people I interact with and I notice. So continue. 
That makes sense because of how similar Xbox architecture is to a Windows PC. Like, when you said that about most people having PC for gaming, I, I'm over here thinking about Red Dead Redemption 2 and stuff. But mostly people are playing, what's the name of that game? Where it's real cartoony, but also it's like PUBG. For, Fortnite. 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 <laughs> yeah, that and League of Legends and stuff like that. That's like, those are the most popular games. And of course, you'd be playing those on your PCs. Why would you have an Xbox One? Two beards. Why would I have an Xbox One? Uh, why would a person have an Xbox One over <laughs> PC? Well, I do actually like, um, let's see, at the time when I bought my, my Xbox One, which was three years into the, the console system of the life, I was uh, supposed to buy a PS4 as well. I would have had both systems, but uh, job things happened. But the mm. yeah, but the reason the initial reason I picked up an Xbox One is because uh, my friends at the time that is the system that they had, and I wanted to play on the system that they were playing on. Hey, but, that's why I got an Xbox One. But as I still well. wanted, yeah, and I but I still had planned on getting a PS4 anyway at that time. I actually still enjoy my Xbox One. I think uh, Game Pass Ultimate is an incredible deal, but I do feel you um, and Con on the uh, on the whole uh, PC thing. Mike Ybarra, who was like a former, he was, I forgot what his position was when he was at uh, Xbox. Um, even he said he was like, uh, he had got to work on the, the Series X before he departed Xbox. And he was talking about how much of a beast of a console it is. But he said that um, he's, when the next consoles come out, he's going to get a PS5 and he'll just, play all, he'll, he'll just play all his Xbox games on PC. So that's the way a lot of people feel about it. Yeah, it brings up a point that I brought up before, which is incentives. And I bring this up a lot of times with Microsoft. Microsoft gives no incentive for those for the, anybody to buy their system. And I know you keep saying Game Pass, but hardware is very important. <laughs> it, it may not be important think, in the cloud era, but it's still very yeah, important. Think, it's, we're not in the cloud think, era yet. Yeah, I, don't, I still don't think it's that important. Like I feel like, um, and even like, um, like I said before, the first, the, it's normally the first two years of the the console period that the um, that that the uh, console makers actually lose money on that console. It's like they don't really start making money normally until the third year of a. Uh, That's fine. Sales when, but if so you're Microsoft, like, if you want to make a game, if you want third party people to support your game, how are they going to support it if you have no hardware sale? They're going to support it because you're available on PC. You are. Uh, then I just might as well make a PC game. And put it on Steam and just bypass Microsoft. You're you're missing the point. <laughs> no, no, you're you're um you're not letting me finish. Continue. So like um besides having the the PC market and and even though you're saying the whole Steam thing, like um besides having the PC market, but part of the whole play play your games anywhere, the Series X for those who want um who want the power of a of a twelve hundred dollar gaming computer for five hundred bucks because it's going to be a cross generational system. The already implanted base of uh, console owners who own anything from the Xbox One up to an Xbox One X. So it's like um, they only have to make, like, unlike previous systems where, like, uh, for the first two years, developers are making a game for the old generation and they're making a game for the new generation. They only have to make one game uh, for the uh, for the Xbox series. Like that cuts their development costs down. So it's like. Um, 
and it gives them number it gives them the base of whoever's going to buy the Xbox. Uh, it's going to give them a base of whoever buys the. Uh, it's going to give them the base of whoever has already has an Xbox One up to an Xbox One X. Uh, if X Cloud is um, up and running uh, by that time, it gives them X X Cloud as an option also. And also, like uh, the same game that they made on this, all of it is on eighty six X architecture. So they don't really have to do much. They don't really have to do anything different for the PC anyway. So it's like it's it's a no brainer. I hear what you're saying. But there's also points that show otherwise. Like, for instance, and I'll move over. Uh, when Phoenix Point was supposed to come out on both the Xbox Microsoft Store for Windows and on Xbox, it was delayed because of issues and inexperience with the Game Pass, as they state, the Game Pass and Microsoft Store. We were simply not properly prepared for the groundwork to get the game released on time on these platforms compared to the other platforms uh, we're on where these platforms require a number of prerequisites from Microsoft certification certifications mm. and legal documentation review. While these are now mostly complete, they have given a rise to a number of new delays. So there's a lot more stuff that you got to go through that delay stuff. You think you that all actually, no, no. Player. Do you think all developers are going to want to go have to sit there and go, oh, yeah, we got to make this for this, for this, for this, for this as why well, as opposed to, oh, I could just make a PS5 game and be good with it. Yeah, because it's extra. It's extra. It's an extra base. It's extra money, and it's like, um, like I said before, you're not making multiple games. You're making one game, and then on it's top of that, issue. you as a gamer, you as a gamer should be happy for all those extra certifications, so you don't get a, a buggy ass game that runs like shit when it gets put on the system. I would like, rather have a game that's made for that system that works properly. Something that actually, something that actually boots the fuck up when you actually turn the power on. That's Ooh, that's something you as a yeah, gamer should be yeah. happy about. And secondly, Gigantic, a game that was under Microsoft, had issues. Why? Because they had to move it and make it sync between Windows and uh, Xbox. There's a lot of other developers that are talking about issues with this, having to sync things between two systems and so forth. You say that it's a lot easier, but from a lot of these developers, they're stating that this is an issue. Y'all be getting heated in here. Huh? Yeah, I'm just saying. <laughs> but if you want me, if you want, if you want to go and say, "Hey, Sony, who has, let's say, at that time, 30 million systems out, and you got Microsoft, who has 1 million systems out, you got Switch that has however many they have out. They probably are on their second system that probably is already three times, four times outsold the Microsoft system, and you got PC with a numerous number of uh, systems. Why would I want to make games on Microsoft? I would rather just um, deliver and put it on Steam. I just I don't see the incentive from a Microsoft standpoint to put games onto their stuff when after two years, people aren't buying their hardware because they already have a PlayStation 5 or a PC. Or they already have Stadia and Cloud's done kicked off and they're already doing this stuff. I, I don't see the purpose of a incentive for Microsoft. They're way behind and two years later going into it because they're still looking at games from last year. From last generation, rather. It's the same way, like, as I was telling you before, like, um, there's a reason why they keep saying, they keep uh, putting in the marketing family of consoles. So it's the same way as in, like, if um, if all of us went out and we all bought, like, PCs or left or whatever like that, I'm going to buy something that's in my budget. You're probably going to get the high-end model. GX Drift is probably going to get a, a mid-tier to high-end model. But the, the thing is, we still can all, we, we still can all play the, um, we can still all play the same game. I want to say something about it. Go ahead, GX. I got my Xbox. Not, it hadn't been out that long. 
And I'm not an Xbox guy. Like, their console exclusives never really spoke to me. I played a lot of Gears of War at uh, Two Beards's, and that was cool. When I got a 360 myself, didn't like it. One cool. But the Xbox One, I still am not crazy about their exclusives. Uh, Crackdown 3 is an abomination unto God. <laughs> Thank you. Thank you. <laughs> but the console has served well. Like, it's really good. The whole push to make it like a multimedia device that you can, like, stream with from button press. And it's got the tacked on um, camera thing and all this. Like, it's a great multimedia device. And maybe that's... Like, maybe that'll be a selling Because I don't, I never even upgraded to the Xbox One Slim X. Is that what it's called? The 4D one? Yeah, the Xbox One X. <laughs> yeah, it never, never even crossed my mind. Because I can play the same games on the Xbox One. And I'll just do that if there's anything that I want. Exactly. So, yeah, there's no, and, there, and that's what I'm trying to say to him, that there's no problem with that. That is like, a problem. Uh, because once your two years runs out and your other competition has a lead on you, what's the point only, at that point? That's even if they do two years. Like, um, there's no, like, for instance, like... Um, Booty like, said two said, years, sir. He said one to two years. But, like, um, there's, no, there's nobody that's actually, like, uh, tons of console, sale, console sales, like, they don't normally happen when the, uh, when the system first drops due to the, uh, due to the price of the system. Like, nobody's going to be running out to buy $500 console. They might buy the Lockhart, since the Lockhart's supposed to be um, around the uh, $299 range, but nobody's going to run out and buy, like, $500 consoles, like, uh, besides the um, people who have disposable cash and people want to, to be uh, the first to say that they did it. You don't mean not, you don't mean nobody, you just mean not everybody. Yeah, yeah there's still, trust me, there's a market of yeah. early adopters. Yeah. You can't tell me yeah. there isn't. No, I just said people who have disposable cash and people who like to be the first people to claim that they have stuff. Like the people who will go out and buy a new cell phone every time that a new cell phone drops. But it's like um, the majority of people will even wait till like um, the majority of people will even wait till next year or around Black Friday or the holiday season or they'll wait till um, going into early um, into late year two or early year three before they actually pick up a console because the price is normally more affordable at that time. So I'm 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 back I'm banking on that whatever the numbers are going to be aren't going to be too much of a huge lead. It's not going to matter that much. Um, people will pick up whatever system they want to pick up, if whether it's a loyalty thing, whether it's dri- being driven by who has the best games. <laughs> I think that's uh, I think um, I don't think that. I don't think the two years is gonna the two years of being cross generational is gonna cause uh, any sort of damage to the brand. I want to ask you a simple question. Simple question: When you bought, when you finally got your Xbox One, and it wasn't at the time of launch; it was well after. When you got your Xbox One, as you stated before, why did you choose the Xbox One over the PS4? Oh, to play uh, games with my friends. Exactly. So if all your friends are buying PlayStation Fives. Why would you get an Xbox One Series X if all your friends Nothing are in, in the lead? And not, even if it's only one year, if most of the people were incentive, had their incentives to go buy that because they had game exclusives and all this stuff to buy it, why would they go get the Xbox One, Ser- One X or Series I, I X at that point? 
I got a number checked here. Oh, go ahead. I, okay. I, 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 you want to answer that question too, man? Oh yeah, yeah. I got an answer for it. I got my Xbox One exactly for that reason because all my friends were playing on Xbox One. I don't know what had happened with that system that like everybody I know had one, and I got mine to play with other people. Why did the PlayStation beat it to death? Because you're biased towards PlayStation, but we already know this. Continue. <laughs> no, no, no. Insane. Xbox like, One, PlayStation Xbox One, so ridiculously. Xbox One had a, a yeah. super horrible start that they never recovered from. Exactly. They they had the they high. Had, the high... They, they had a deplorable start. Like yes. <laughs> it didn't feel that way. Well, oh, they did. As, as you alluded yeah, before. The Xbox 360 was the best since one of the most high-selling consoles, period. Despite having red rings of death and all these hardware issues, <laughs> it's still, no, seriously, it's still outsold the PlayStation until the later end. It oh, was until, it was, it was until, I think the Switch came out and the Switch, not the Switch, the um, Wii U. I think it was the Wii U at the time. Or no, it was the Wii. It was during that time, it was the Wii. When the Wii came out and then it started out selling it, and then at the later end, it was um, Sony finally caught up to it. And I think it might have surpassed mm-hmm. it. But the 360, despite every system burning out with Ring of Death and everybody knowing it had this issue, still outsold the PlayStation 3. And was and it was they were on the height, the height of, of gaming at that moment. And they destroyed it by saying, yeah, you can't trade games with your friends. Your system has to be online all the time oh, and all this other garbage <laughs> that people did not want to hear, which is sad because it is the truth. It's what gaming is now. They were, they knew where it was going to go, but the delivery was just horrible and it tanked their system. So you had Sony saying, Hey, you want to show, we will show you how to trade games with your friends. And they had two guys basically handing game card uh, CDs to each other. And that they're like, Oh shit, I'm buying the PS4. Yeah. They, uh, they really hmm. shot themselves in the foot. All right. So two beards, why did you get a, a Xbox one? That's what Con asked you, right? Yeah. And like, um, one of the things I was going to follow that up with, I don't know if you guys have remembered me saying it, but like, um, like the at the end of the 360, at that time, I had actually considered that being my last console. Like, I had no, I didn't care about picking up any other consoles. I was like, kind of like, a, in a way, sort of done with um, console gaming. Like, um, and then like to me, um, even though uh, Xbox One had a horrible start, there was um, there were no games on the PS4 when it first launched. Nothing worth playing at that time. Yeah, but they promised us games. Yeah, they that's they do that a lot. They'll show you a a trailer and the game won't come out for three years. So it's like um, was hot. (laughs) And so it's like I didn't I was like I was like, yo, this is like um this is like PS2 all over again where like the first couple of years in the system it was a good DVD player before all the uh, the tons of great games started coming out. And I was like, I'm I'm kinda done. I don't really care about gaming. I was like, uh Khan had got an Xbox. Um, Payne had got an Xbox and other people got one. And I'm like, okay. So then it's like I, I went ahead and I bought the Xbox. And like um, I started gaming with them again. I started getting back into gaming. But the, di- and, uh, but the difference between this and the, uh, the next generations coming up, I'm actually excited for the new console generation. I wasn't excited for this generation at all. I still in a way kind of um, outside of Phil coming in at the end and uh, well, mid, mid, mid console and saving Xbox from dying. The big heavy hitting uh, games that Sony was dropping towards the end of its um, 
uh, to the mid to the end to its uh, its life cycle. Like, I still think this is probably one of the worst gaming generations uh, console. Work. But like the next ones, I'm actually excited about. Like, um, like uh, I'm like, wow, it's like it's there's thirteen, um, sixteen studios at Microsoft. They're actually allowing like somebody somebody came down and took the shackles off of Rare and was like, hey, you guys want to actually make an actual Rare game? <laughs> like, uh, they're actually putting out a game that actually looks like something that Rare would have made back in the days when they were with Nintendo. I'm excited to see where that's going to go. Play, uh, I already know for PlayStation 5, I can catch up with the games that I missed on PlayStation 4 because the backwards compatibility is there. But also, at the same time, I can't wait to see when Insomniac uh, drops on a, um, a high-power PS5. I can't wait to see what the God of War team does. I, I can't wait to see what... Uh, I can't wait to see what Naughty Dog drops. Like so, it's like um, I'm I'm actually I'm actually um actually hyped and looking forward to this next this next uh, console generation, unlike I was with this one. Yeah, the competition's really driving. Yeah, it's it's great. Like they're really cool. gonna fight each other for who has the best games. Yeah, and there's like all sorts of uh, innovation happening now, and it's like um. Like there's more people that are being driven forward to make um, pushing the whole games as a uh, entertainment narrative uh, um, more than just like uh, it being the the um, the childish fault process of it's just a, a game. So it's like it's 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 a, it's such a cool time I think uh, to be a gamer. So it's like a I'm sorry I'm rambling but I'm I'm actually uh, the repeat what I already said I'm pretty excited. Now, I'm gonna tell you, I'm pretty mad. <laughs> I'm always mad at the end of a a console generation because I'm like, I was just getting to like that thing. <laughs> like the PlayStation Three did poorly, but it was a great machine. There was so much they could have done on that, and then the you PS4 mean when they start pulling like, out all their tricks at the end of the console. They could have, but then they just moved all their tricks over to the PS4, and they're like, let's just start Kingdom Hearts Three. People have waited long enough. Let's make them wait some <laughs> and pay double to buy a new system that's gonna be like a little bit cooler than this. The same with the Xbox. Like that, that was another that was another thing. Like there was really like there were a lot of the games that looked like they belonged on the previous generation at first. No, no, they didn't. <laughs> they were just like the anyways. So Microsoft doing this weird thing where they're going to keep the Xbox One compatible with the Series X mm-hmm. for like two years. But we don't even know if that's how it's going to go. Like, it could be that we are still using Xbox Ones for the next 10 years. It is possible. The, uh, you guys know the Atari 2600? Yes. When that got released, it was like the biggest thing that had ever come to video game consoles. Everybody knows that, right? Mm-hmm. J- just say yeah. Okay. Uh, so they tried to beat that with an 8-bit console called the 5600, which was dog shit. And it was equivalent to the PlayStation 3 after the PlayStation 2. But what they did was they just went back to the 2600. Like, they just started making that. Oh, again. yeah. And they just pretended like the, the upgrade never happened. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> it was so I, damn weird. 
I wouldn't be mad if three years from now I'm still getting games that I can play on my Xbox and my 1080p TV. That would be okay. <laughs> I don't need to see Blades of Grass. Count Blades of Grass. I don't know what the new systems are purporting to do. Real-time uh, ray tracing. I, I, I already told two beards. All this stuff that they're reporting to do, you, you need to just look at the current PC market, and if they're not doing it there, they're not doing it. All the, this is, no, no, there's no, wait, wait. You, no, no, wait, because all these, the PC market was doing 4K and all this stuff, and all these consoles in the last generation was talking about 4K and all this other garbage. Oh, we're going to have everything locked at 60 frames and this, that, and the other. And it took them to the end of the generation to even come close to that. So once again, you have your benchmark of where you're going to go. And it's the PC market. If you're not seeing it there, you're not going to see it in these next gens. Sir, ducks in the tub. Thank you. <laughs> Let, me ask you guys Let me ask you guys something about this whole thing. Um, why are we talking about PC? Because PC has become an actual integral part of gaming now. Exactly. It's always been an integral part of gaming. Not it. If, if, no, not it. A... Like uh, yeah, it used to it be was... like PC was your, your fringe games, your point and clicks, yeah. your RTSs. Your super, like your super um, hardcore gamers were on yeah, PC. Your, People who could afford the hardware and stuff. Yeah, it's, it, yeah. Uh, but now it's like you can find like it's almost indistinguishable the type of games you can get on a uh, PC and console uh, together now. So it's a lot of uh, cool games that wouldn't have been on the PC back in the day are now on a console. And, I mean on um on PC and a lot of games that you wouldn't have get on got on the, um, yeah. the console. And and, cons- and also consoles now are moving towards basically being PCs. Yeah, I mean the Xbox Series X looks like a looks like a PC tower. You guys uh, played the Game Boy, right? Yes. The Cockroach? Yeah, that came out around the time of the, uh, the NES and the Genesis, like the first world. You wouldn't have included the Game Boy into this conversation, right? No. And we're not talking about the Switch. So why is it like we got this game console by this company and this game console by this company? And also PCs where they make the games. You don't think that's weird? Oh, it's. I don't think it's weird. I just think it's one of those things where it's finally. um, uh, It's a. It's the end of an old era and it's coming into a new one, basically. All right. Well, can we talk about the Switch then? No, because there's no news right now for Switch. Uh, now we're moving to um, our next topic. Thank you. That went long enough. Okay. All right. Uh, which is um, we're going to talk about uh, Google Stadia. And unfortunately, we oh. keep bashing Google Stadia. Oh. And now we actually have numbers for Google Stadia. So as an article by PocketGamer.biz, which came out on January 15th, they stated that uh, going by sensor towers, uh, basically, for your um, phone, they were able to get data uh, from November 5th to January 13th to see how many times, basically, the Stadia app was downloaded, which will then tell you us roughly about how many customers there are for Stadia. And uh, so far, over that period, it's only been 550,000 installs. Um, so, yeah, that's not a very good look for a system that's been struggling. <laughs> 
at this point, do you think that uh, Google should still continue, should take Stadia off the market just for a moment and work on everything they need to do and relaunch it? Or should they just power through basically uh, low customer base and upsetting their customers? And I'll start with YouTube ears. Ooh, talking about a clusterfuck. I think that they should, for all the people who have paid, I feel that they should not start the... Um, they should not start any of the services or anything that was promised to those people. Like basically, um, basically put that, uh, basically let them know that um, it's switching over into a beta, and let them know that like their money will uh, will be applied to everything once the actual real launch happens. Uh, they should operate in the beta mode um, and get things uh, correct. I do not think they should power through because I think it's going to take them about two years to get all this right. They need to already start repairing uh, bridges that they're bringing now. They've thrown game developers uh, under the bus twice now. So yeah, like take it off, the, uh, keep it on the market, but switch it over to saying it's a uh, beta slash early access. Um, get get all your uh, get everything fixed. Uh, do not charge anybody. Have um have a uh, closed beta invite or something like that to get more people on there to uh to test out the the rest the rest of the bugs in the system. Allow more thing. Allow more. Uh, get yourself onto um. Get yourself onto more phones because it's crazy that the X Cloud runs on every Android phone, but um, but Stadia only runs on two versions of the Pixel. That makes no damn sense whatsoever. So like um, get all that stuff correct and then uh and then go from there. I I still don't know if um. I still don't know even after they get everything right if people will actually come back around. I think they will. Um, I think they will. Uh, they can't uh, abandon it, though. That'll be the worst thing ever. They shouldn't do that. Well, Google, we already talked about this before. Google's known for abandoning projects. They are, uh, but they should not <laughs> abandon this one. <laughs> GX Drifter, your thoughts on this? Um, I think they got a power. Um, there is an amount of money that solves all their problems and they have that money and it's, it hasn't even been a year right yeah it hasn't been a year yet correct it came out in november uh 19th i believe <sighs> yeah so like it ain't great so sometimes things take a while to, to really kick in and like the early adopters as it were like the people who have paid their money for stadia those people can be compensated, right? There's an amount of money that fixes all. Yeah. And they got to like look toward the future to the people who have not yet gotten a, a Stadia and, you know, see how they can entice people maybe with some like console exclusives or good games. Exactly. Huh? Right? <laughs> I agree with you there 100%. Um, Stadia itself is a service. Uh, I, I think they need to get rid of the payment plan for oh, 4k oh, yes. that needs to go away and yeah. as as just drifter was stating and i stated before also in the past you need to get exclusives whether you start scooping up indie developers or whatever the case may be you need to get something on your system to uh entice or as he stated incentivize people to invest in your service plan because you're you're telling people to spend ten dollars to get Stadia service and then also spend anywhere from what, like 20 to $60 for games? That just seems a little too high for me. 
I feel like with the architecture of it, they don't have to, they shouldn't have to sell the games. Like, if it were just $10 a month, uh, play on whatever you got, you can buy a controller for 50 bucks or whatever. Like, we would all have that. Why wouldn't you just do that so you could play your, I don't know, Destiny 2? Your phone. <laughs> I don't know what people play on Stadia, all right? But um, I agree. Yeah, that's such a weird thing. They make you buy the games so that you can play the same games that you be playing on your Xbox One or whatever. Like, I, I got a laptop. If I want to play a PC game, I'll play it on my laptop. Yeah, I agree, but the 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 point of Stadia is not so much as that. It's the it's the fact that for people who don't have powerful systems, they could play any game at high fidelity with basically no hardware. That's the that's the appeal of Stadia, right? So you could take a a laptop from like four years ago, put the Stadia application on, and you could just play you know Battlefield Five at 4K. Well, not 4K because they probably wouldn't support it, but you could play it at high 1080p or whatever that thing supports. And there's, yeah, I mean, you know. it's a cool idea, but if you're paying for everything anyway, why don't you just get a $400 prefab gaming PC or whatever? Money. I don't, I don't get it. I, 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 I mean, this I is mean, the I stuff we, we. And it, it's great. Me, like, me and Jex are definitely in, in alignment. And I agree with what you wanted. I stated this the last time. I think. And if you're going to sell games, you need to sell games. Just make it a, a Netflix system. Just like yeah. $10, you get 20 games, they rotate, and just move on with it. And I feel like Two Beards is also with us on this whole, like, they got to make it work. I just feel like there's no reason to cut back and say this needs to go back to the shop or anything like that. Just keep pushing. Well, the reason why people are saying it needs to go through the shop is because a lot of people who already have it are very upset with the service. They're continually yeah, paying yeah, money I know, I know. for for nothing. You know, that's it's why not, it's not that many people. I mean, uh, it's five hundred fifty thousand people. <laughs> I mean, I mean, yeah, it's not a lot, but still, that's five hundred fifty thousand people that probably spend one hundred and thirty dollars to get a system. Money back. Yeah, they could. I don't know if Google's going to. I mean, I don't think that they will. Like, they could just lose that five fifty people if they really feel like it. And I think that's like the important part. I think at this point isn't keeping the people who adopted i think it's drumming up business for the future because it's a business about future like they weren't just trying to unload a bunch of stuff and get out they're trying to change the game and you know you gotta you gotta push sometimes but none of us think that they should just cancel at this point, i agree right? i agree no this is this is something that they definitely should invest in and me me and two beers back in the day i remember when live came out not Xbox Live, but Live, which is one of the first cloud programs. And I remember, even you remember, Two Beers, we were playing Borderlands 1. And and the server was in literally down the street in L.A. And the latency was, like, god-awful. And I'm like, who pays $60 for this garbage? But the, <laughs> the idea was there, you know? It was it was just right now we're, we're slightly 
you know, behind basically the future. That's the future of gaming. Nobody's going to buy systems. Everything's going to run on your app, and it's all going to be, you know, streamed to you. That's just, just the way it's going to be, you know. I don't think that uh, is the case. And for different reasons than we had this huge blow argument about it. There is a satisfaction, right, in buying that console and setting it down next to your TV and all that. Like, you can't replicate that. And as long as we have millennial hipsters and, and shit like that want these nostalgic feelings, we're going to keep having these box consoles. Like, they, I, I think this coming generation of consoles was supposed to be the all-digital one. And people didn't want that. We were like, hey, give us our discs, dude. We want to have boxes that we can put up on shelves and show off all our cool stuff. And then people were like, go outside. <laughs> <laughs> well, I Why would I go outside? I got all this cool stuff to look at. <laughs> I only remember why I was angry at, at digital downloads in the first place. Ooh. I don't know. I, I think I don't. I don't think consoles. I think they're going. There's going to be a, consoles is going to become a niche thing. Same thing with a lot of uh, PC gaming. I think. I think. No, nah, not really. Uh, console gaming has always been pretty much the crux of gaming. Console gaming has always been the pioneer and the leaders of gaming. Uh, it was the thing that sparked the market from Nintendo it. all the way on. N- Nintendo, the Famicom. No, family computer. Yeah, yeah, yeah. The the Famicom. Yeah, Nintendo NES all on basically on from Nintendo Super Nintendo on. Video consoles have been basically what pushes and drives video gaming. What I'm saying is those were computers. That's fine. Like the Genesis is probably the first one that wasn't a computer at all. I'm not arguing that it's not a computer. (laughs) I'm arguing the systems that push the actual craze and got more audience in terms of playing everything we a phone is a computer i'm not arguing that you don't say my computer my handheld computer you say my phone what's the first video game you ever played uh first video game i ever played was man i'm gonna date myself kaboom <laughs> on what i don't know it was one of the atari systems the first game you ever played was an atari <laughs> yeah kaboom <laughs> in play games on the computers at school for that no my computers my system my uh well, i grew up in in the system in the place where it was high poverty we didn't have computers um, i didn't get computers until high school and i didn't get my first my first personal computer until sophomore year of high school well yeah i mean personal computers but yeah y'all didn't have computer labs well, okay, so maybe one time in third grade, we had one computer where we played Oregon Trail. Oregon Trail, the best yeah. game. Yeah, ever. there you go. Was that the first game? Like, the did best you play that game of all time. What's up, Roku Dai? Welcome to the chat. Welcome to the stream. What's going on, Roku? It is Roku Dai. Yeah. All right. Well, what's the name? What's the topic? That Thank we're talking you. About now? Yeah, we're moving on. We agree we're on mo- Google Stadia. Right, yes. All right, so we're moving on to the next topic, and this topic's a big one, and this is one I believe that um, GX Drifter is going to have a lot to say, so I'll throw it to you in a minute. Um, I know you do. So um, we have an article by Forbes, and this is basically looking at 
Warcraft 3 Reforged, which basically oh. came out. Unfortunately, Blizzard gave this to another party to put out, and a lot of people were upset. A lot of people were asking for refunds. It's been stated now that Blizzard is no longer giving refunds out. They're denying people. There was an article that Young Ye put out where in Australia, you have to give refunds, and they basically told them, yeah, you played the game, so we're not giving you a refund. All sales are final, so that's going to be a fun little lawsuit. But uh, basically going through it, some of the things that were outlined was that Blizzard promised specific cutscenes that were close up and, you know, dynamic, but instead they were like far away uh, third person view cutscenes. Gamers are reporting numerous bugs where basically the game boots up and it just says fail and you can't go any further or they get black screens. Uh, they have, of course, login and connectivity issues, which I throw away. That's that's something that usually happens. And uh, the biggest issue of it all is even if you own the original Warcraft 3, you can't play the original Warcraft 3 because the minute you boot it up, it loads up and forces you to basically your version into the uh, reforged version. So a lot of people are upset with Blizzard for a lot of things, you know, from Hong Kong up into... Uh, basically being a shelf what they are so uh gx drifter what's your thoughts on uh warcraft 3 and just blizzard as a whole as of lately mr blizzard himself the wow. warcraft king go ahead <laughs> world of warcraft king go ahead sir all right everybody pull up a chair it's gonna be story time with gx drifter oh boy <laughs> all right <laughs> i'm gonna try to go as fast as i can though once upon a time there was blizzard and it was good they made amazing games that were under the radar for the most part. Blah, blah, blah. Craft eventually happened, and then they blew up like the god. After that, uh, they started working on like the next world, which got the code name Titan. Uh, Titan was a joint project with Bungie. They were going to make like a first-person MMG. It was a very ambitious project. It was very expensive. Activision like y'all taking too long make this awesome or get off the pot and so they got off the pot they took assets from what they had made for titan and they made overwatch put out overwatch and uh hearts and those games were amazingly popular they're both really good games i'll testify but they were wildly popular and low budget relatively low budget yep so they're like all right we're going to do is in order to make Activision happy, keep making these games, tiny releases, like we're gonna put out a, a new expansion, Diablo 3 instead of Diablo 4. We're going to remake Warcraft 3 and put that out to make new money off of Warcraft, etc., etc. Everything but Warcraft 3 <laughs> came out really good. This is like the first time Blizzard has put out a new game that was dog shit. And I'm, I hate to talk about a game that I haven't played, but I played Warcraft 3 a lot, a lot. And I yep. can tell you from playing Warcraft 3 a lot, a lot in the computer labs at college that it's not a very good game. It's just not. And People started paying $30 for it so that they could get in and play this remaster of Warcraft 3. Like, I don't know what they expected 
to come from that experience, but it wasn't good. I think they expected the game to boot up and actually play, but continue. (laughs) Fancy. (laughs) Is that what games are supposed to do? I I really feel like they should have put that game out. Um, The biggest thing that Blizzard put out this year was uh, this past year, this WoW Classic, and that was for extra. Just like, hey, guys, you're paying republication draft vanilla. It's not exactly they tuned it and stuff so that it wouldn't be shit, because things are shit when they come out at first. And that was good. They should have given the the player base craft three for maybe like ten dollars. Also, they should have done open beta. Their beta was pretty much closed and look how that came out. <clears throat> Alright, I think that's everything I have to say about that. Cool. So uh, Rokadai in chat states, uh, I was there when you announced it and the only thing I could say is wow, pun intended. Agree with you. <laughs> agree. <laughs> uh, agree. Go ahead, uh, Two Beer. It says you were alluding earlier about oh, wait, wait, wait. certification for Microsoft. I'm sure so that your game boots up. I'm sure you were talking about this. So go ahead, continue your thoughts. Wait, wait, wait. I gotta cut you off and let you finish. Forgot to say this one thing. Yeah. The uh, Titan Project. The Blizzard assets went to make Overwatch. The Bungie assets became. As destiny, gotcha. He came from. Isn't that cool? Yeah, yeah. yeah. All right, two beers. Sorry, <laughs> I was going to say that um, um, the, the writing was kind of on the wall. Like uh, when the new guy got hired at Activision, I, I forgot the guy's name, but that guy is a, he's an idiot. Say it nicely. Like this was the guy who basically said that uh, <laughs> this is the guy who looks at games like Candy Crush, and he was like, this is where. <laughs> This is where Activision Blizzard needs to go. This is the guy who was just like, uh, we're gonna, who wanted to put a Guitar Hero on Facebook. I'm like, yeah, because everybody's gonna gather around the computer at Facebook to play Guitar Hero. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. I get the impulse. Like, hey, let's just make more money off of less things. And it makes sense. And looking at the age demographic who uses Facebook, yeah, your grandmas and grandpas and your. Your uncles and shit, they're all going to play that game. Like, such a fucking smart man who, who deserves all the millions that he makes. So it's like, when that type of guy becomes uh, in, in control of a gaming company, um, all of a sudden, all of Blizzard's uh, good faith that they've had for the years and years that they have made Activision tons and tons of money just goes out of the window. So all of a sudden, these guys know what they're doing. Now they're being forced into a... Uh, now they're being forced into an EA type system where they want like a, uh, they want new stuff like uh, all the time, constantly. They want like they basically want a uh, a Madden type out of a uh, Blizzard. When you hear the story about uh, the Warcraft Three remaster and how it even became delayed by a year, they wanted to do something special with it. They just didn't want to uh, a graphical upgrade. They wanted to give you a new play experience. Uh, what happened is the game got shipped off. Um, to a third party to develop it and I think Malaysia. <laughs> the studio there didn't do jack shit. Oh. <laughs> it's, it's, uh, it's so the um, I understand that the too. game still the game still like, has we can the do same. something or we can do nothing and get paid for it. Yeah. It still has the same bugs from twenty years ago. 
yeah. do anything. Yeah. But so. yeah, unfortunately, yeah. <laughs> so you're like, yeah. And so, you know, like, uh, Blizzard's like, yeah, like, we're going to do this. It's going to be a new experience. We're adding new things. <laughs> nah, dog, it's the same fucking game. <laughs> we delayed a whole year for nothing. So it's like, um, this is the sort of stuff I'm expecting now. Like, things that don't make any damn sense, like Overwatch 2, which makes no sense. Like, uh. Whoa, whoa. Hold the phone. Now give the phone to me. What's this you're saying about Overwatch 2? It doesn't make any sense. It makes every single sense. What are you talking about? What do you because, know about Overwatch 2? Because it's not a, it's not a true, uh, it's not a true part 2. Like, um. Yeah. It's, it's what it's, Have you played Overwatch? Yeah, I played Overwatch before. It so let me part two. let me t- let me tell you why it's not let me tell you why it's not a true part two. I agree like, with uh, you completely. Yeah, but that's the thing. Like this shows you that this shows you what type of a uh, corporate stockholder um, type of uh, management they're under. No, 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 no. Because like, normally Overwatch this... Two isn't a true part two, but it's not trying to be a true part two. Like you don't have to buy Overwatch Two if you play Overwatch. Yeah, I know, but that's the thing. That's the thing I'm trying to say to you. Like normally the content in Overwatch Two. Would have just been the DLC, right? But uh, but now it's like they had to slap a two on it and pretend it's a brand new game, like uh, because it's still it's not a brand new game really because it's like the only thing that's going to be new in Overwatch Two is campaigns. But all the characters that are in Overwatch Two you can still play if you have Overwatch One. So it's like that just goes to show you the type of uh, wave that uh their their new handlers are on. It's, it's like a chronological sequel. Like, Just there's like, a story, and that's, like, like the story of Overwatch resolves. Ruka says, yeah, I was going to say, I was, watch one? yeah, that's all I was going to try to get to, Ruka die, yeah, I was trying to get Shut to the up. comments. You don't yeah. know me. <laughs> so, yeah, that's, uh, so, yeah, that's, that's, can, um, that's sadly where they're going. Just like, uh, um, two beers, can I say oh, one thing to what you just said with Overwatch? Uh-huh. It makes perfect sense. Keep in mind, this is the same Activision that was selling you Destiny 2 and then give you pieces of the fucking story for 30 fucking dollars as DLC patches and then lock you out of certain parts of the game because you had to buy the fucking DLC. Yes. So let's let's continue. Let's continue. It's not like that. How is it not like that when you're paying fucking $30 for the fucking campaign, which was not included in the first one? How is it not like that? You don't have to pay for it. Like in Destiny, in Destiny 2, Destiny 1 is perfect in every way. I can shut up about that. <laughs> Destiny 2, um, you, in order to progress, you have to keep buying, right? In Overwatch and Overwatch 2, you don't have to buy Overwatch 2 at all. Unless you want to question play the about servers, right? Unless you want to play the exclusive Overwatch 2 content, yes. But that's not what Overwatch is about. Right. Give so, like, us... if you want to continue to play Overwatch, the servers are going to be the same. If you already paid for Overwatch, you can just continue to play Overwatch. And I don't know if you guys have played Overwatch, but after you buy in, it's free. I like, know they that. just keep giving you more dudes, and you get to play it whenever you feel like. It's not free. I spent forty dollars for a multiplayer-only game. And you're telling me I had to spend another forty dollars for the campaign yeah, of it. It's a multiplayer only game. You, it's not a campaign game. Like that's. I, I, I'm just saying the mindset of gamers today is just that because it's what it never went. You know, ten fifteen years ago. 
but that'd like, be like yeah you your mind but now with the the world of early access gamers are willing to, to pay for fucking to be fucking beta testers so it's the state of gaming i don't i may not approve of it but this is state of gaming that's all i think that blizzard is turning things around after having seen the blizzcon right I don't think it's on them. I don't think any of this is their fault. I think they're being um, pushed into being a type of company that they're not. And I like think that they had, and it pushed them to record low sales. Did you see the trailer? Diablo? Oh, yeah, the Diablo 4 trailer was very nice. Did, did you but weep in yeah. enjoy at the, the loveliness of that? I thought it was awesome, but I also, at the same time, I thought it was like, it was like DEFCON 4 alert. We <laughs> were at a new low. Release the trailer now because that's what everybody wanted to see from us. Like, I, I don't think it's one of those things where, like, hey, look at what we made out of passion. Because, like, um, I still think they're behind dumb management and I still think that they're going to, like, push their same stupid ideas and they're going to keep ruining shit. They're going to keep their heads barely above water because they, because of the, all the, the goodwill that they still currently have and they still make good quality games. But I, I feel that we're going to get more bombs like uh, what, what came out with, um, with this uh, World of Warcraft 3 remaster. The, uh, I understand the, the principle. I see yeah. where you would get that idea. Right? But the thing that sucks is that, like, I feel... But, but I see where you would get that idea. I was going to say, but, let Tiberius continue his thought, and then you can oh, get to Oh, I was going to say the thing I, I thought he did continue his thought. No, go ahead, <laughs> Tiberius. The thing that sucks is that, like, um, like in the uh, the world of game development, wherever, like, you're a dev, a tester, like, it's never going. The uh, the blame is never go to where it needs to go to. So it's and one of the sad things also is that, like, this is this isn't just happening with Blizzard. Like, you can look out and you can see, um, like, this sort of see the shit seeping into to other companies as well. Like, what's going on, like, at Bethesda right now, like. Um, <laughs> Fallout 76. Yeah. We'll, like, we'll start, we'll <laughs> all right, real quick. Yeah, all right. I'll let before you read before you read to our uh GX, let me just read one comment. Uh Rokodai says they're keeping it optional as far as the campaign, as all all PvP maps and characters are going to be available in Overwatch One, as he stated. Go ahead, um GX driver. What was your, your butt for uh two beers? So I think things are actually coming around from that. Like, we went through a dark period in gaming where I think, uh, what was it, Battlefront 2 was like the, the flagship bullshit that gamers wouldn't put up with. I, I think that things that we saw from Blizzard that um, the show like a year ago where they announced the Diablo phone game. Mm-hmm. Like, I think they did that because they were actually already working on the good stuff and couldn't show it. I think that everything we're seeing now, like, that just came out that's bad is because they're working on things that are good based on what we've seen from recently. It's all good stuff. Like, Craft Shadowlands looks amazing. Like, everybody is pissed off about BFA, me included is excited about the uh the things that are coming in Shadowlands. People were miserable playing Diablo 3 expansions, turned about Diablo and how that's going to be uh 
real change back to to the series. I never played Diablo before Diablo three, but Diablo four makes that seem like I I think we're coming around to the investors and such are like, all right, you know what to do? We gotta pull a Disney, just take a step back, let them do what they do, make us money. And it's gonna happen, I think, across the board. Like the uh was that Star Wars game? Fallen Empire? Um, Fallen something. Yeah, um, that game seemed pretty good. I didn't play it myself. It got good reviews. It had no microtransactions or anything like that. Just like, hey, step back. Leave us alone. Let us make a good game and we'll sell it for you. I, I think that's where we're going to head. Blizzard. Okay. I also want to say about Blizzard that like they have curried decades of good favor. Um, they have canceled games because it wasn't going to be good enough. And I think that a couple of years of bullshit should be overwritten. These decades of goodness that they had before. Let's give it a chance. <laughs> it was. And like people aren't, people can't direct their hatred toward, of these games toward Activision. Like they have to go to the developers. But Activision can't look at Activision. Like, they have to look at what's going wrong in the system, and probably they're going to land on that if you keep putting your grubby paws in there and (laughs) trying to appease markets that don't matter, you're just going to mess up what you have Then dissolving a company. Can you guys imagine that? Activision dissolving Blizzard? Yes, I can. That would be great. <laughs> uh, uh, any last also words on YouTube thing. beers? Could go Microsoft yeah. first party. Could you imagine? I'll give it to you, YouTube beers. First party Blizzard. <laughs> Holy fuck! A wise right. man at a, a cable company once told me that how, it doesn't matter how many times the a customer bitches or complains or gets angry or writes in uh, writes bad reviews about your service or or it, none of that matters as long as they're still paying for it. Right, go. but we're not still yeah. and so clearly we are. They bought Warcraft three. <laughs> Did you buy Warcraft three? No, I don't buy anything Blizzard because I'm not a fan of Activision. Last game I bought was Overwatch, and that was good enough. I'm good. Hey, Overwatch is like that, right? Like you pay your forty dollars, and then it's evergreen. You, you don't need <laughs> any more. Sure, but yeah, nobody bought Warcraft three. That was like ten people were mad about it, and they just. A minority of people on the internet seem like they have a majority race. That's the thing that happens all the time. Activision's mad about Warcraft 3 because of the sales of Warcraft 3. Hmm? Hmm? Okay. <laughs> all right. Now we will move on to the, uh, right, right. <laughs> next topic. <laughs> so we're going to take a step out of uh, gaming and we're going to go into movies. Um, upset with two beers because uh, he wasn't supposed to be looking at trailers, but this motherfucker wants to look at trailers. But I, 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 uh, I digress. Uh, we're going to cover first uh, Birds of Prey. So Birds of Prey came out in terms of uh, early viewings, and so far it's been getting a lot of buzz and a lot of good praise. Um, there's been a lot of uh, people who are supporting it. They say that the story is a mess, but the but basically the characters themselves. The acting and and so forth is pretty good. I'll read off some of the comments. 
Uh, they stated they stated that uh, from BD, Birds of Prey is a lot of fun, violent as hell. The birds are so entertaining and distinctly different from each other. Ewan McGregor is so sinister and often hilarious. Uh, they all he also stated he or she also stated, if Birds of Prey told me anything, it's that we need a whole lot more of Canary and Huntress. They are great, but there's not a there's a lot left on the bone. And then we have Clarice. Lofrey, who states, uh, Birds of Prey is so up my street, it's ridiculous, fashionable, weirdo, ladies breaking men's shins and aggressively complimenting each other. Yes, please, thank you. Uh, Millicent Thomas states, Kathy Ann's Birds of Prey is criminally fun celebration of sisterhood with some of my favorite fight scenes in recent memory. I was grinning from ear to ear the entire thing, making a pub debut with my review soon. And I'll read one more, which is Mike Renault, Ro, Rio. I, I'm sorry, I don't speak French. Uh, <laughs> just saw Birds of Prey. I'm happy to report that it's my favorite modern DC movie yet. Like Shazam, it carves out its own path with totally unique aesthetics, action, and tone. Margot, Ewan, and the rest are 100% fabulous. Why aren't there more roller skate action scenes? So I want to start off with you two beers. Uh, Birds of Prey, we we slammed it. At least I slammed it a lot of times uh, from earlier trail. It seems to be getting a lot of uh, praise from the early screens. What do you think of it? And do you think it's going to impact uh, basically a boost of sales with this early praise? I started off uh, on the same on the same aspect as you with the first trailer. I actually thought the first trailer looked horrible. Like uh, we were both saying it looked like a it looked like a CW trailer at the time, but the um, the second trailer, as you if you don't remember, was more keen to that. I had a lot of fun um, watching it. Uh, I think they they actually put a lot of uh, there was a lot of character into it. it. It looked very very fun. There was some scenes that looked all fight choreography wise, where like the the driver was not selling uh, Harley Quinn banging his head into the uh, mm-hmm. stairwell. But uh, outside of that, I was like, wow, this looks like a pretty uh, look. It's going to be a pretty good movie. A uh, very uh, good, uh, fun popcorn flick. I still don't understand why they decided to make um, Cassie Kane a uh, a little girl. I think the second trailer uh, sold me on it, and I think it's going to do well. I don't think it's going to do like huge numbers. It might do around like uh, Shazam type numbers, but it's not going to like. That's not like, good. Uh, yeah, not, in their eyes, it's not good. But I think that's pretty good for the budget that they probably had making this movie. Um, so, like, I, I think it's going to do. Uh, I think it's going to do pretty well. But I don't think, uh, just like every other movie that's come out, I don't think the critics are going to have any sway on it. Okay. Before I get to you, GX, one moment I'm going to read a comment from Rokodai, who was actually on the show where we reviewed the actual second trailer uh he states that okay those reviews are suspect and then also (laughs) i felt that the second trailer i felt the second trailer but those reviews reek of agenda bias so go ahead uh gx drifter what's your opinion you could give if you want to answer roku go ahead or if you agree with them or not but uh what's your opinion so far on all these uh positive reviews for birds of prey i mean i agree wholeheartedly but I don't think it's a bad thing. What's wrong about agenda bias? Did you guys see that Ghostbusters movie? Oh, no. <laughs> yeah, unfortunately, yes. <laughs> we just had a whole combo on that. I felt yeah. like it was fine. Like, 
<laughs> having seen the previous two Ghostbusters movies, it was fine. Like, don't what do you, you want the, from Ghostbusters? Don't you mean the previous one Ghostbuster movie? Yeah, exactly. Like, <laughs> hey, no, hey, no, hey, no, hey. No, there was nothing wrong with Ghostbusters that, 2. That, that, that Statue of Liberty scene. Right with it. But that, that Statue of Liberty scene was... was Vigo! Vigo! <laughs> No. Yes. Look I mean, how he but, stands. Damn, that come on. You, you gotta be Yo, yo, you gotta cut the No. How in the fuck are you gonna follow up Gozer? Vigo. Uh, <laughs> the original Ghostbusters. Vigo. There was never supposed to be another thing like that, <laughs> and we got more. So what? It's not the Matrix. Like the Matrix moved people's hearts. The Matrix then, is not one pack past the first one. Yeah, agree. That's how I feel about it, and that is correct. You are right <laughs> to acknowledge the fact that there's only Matrix movie. There is no spoon. It's possible to do that wrong, but <laughs> there's and also no sequels. Prey, I Go feel ahead. the same way. Like it's fine. I'm sure it'll be a fun-filled romp with a female director. And a largely female cast. And I hate to use male cast, but you know, like reparation. How long? How many movies have been big budget superheroes that had like one? You're cutting out, by the way. Too. Uh, GX, you're cutting out. You might want to fix your mic. You've been cutting out Gosh, a lot. Darn it! <clears throat> yeah. All right. How about now? Much better. Much better. Okay. Uh, so, what I'm saying is, reparations. I'm agreeing with you, but... Black if, Panther for women. Yes. I'm sure uh, we have people who are like, oh my god, you're supporting females. White knighting! <laughs> White knighting! <laughs> yeah, yeah. I mean... Yeah, I don't have a problem. If, if you do all female, why? Well, I don't even care that it's all female and all female directors. If it's a good movie, it's a good movie. I don't. I'm fine. Yeah, with like it. Wonder Woman. That's, that's always been my thing. Yep, I enjoyed it until the ending. <laughs> that's superhero. Yeah, no, that's Warner Brothers <laughs> superhero <laughs> movies. Bad CG right, fight right. sequences. <laughs> do you bleed? <laughs> you will. Uh, uh, Save Martha. How do you know that name? All right, all right, all right. All right. Um, let me get my comments and we'll go. But before I do, uh, Roka Dice says, as long as it makes sense and it's good, no one should complain. I agree, I but agree, um, okay. I agree. but but from what I'm hearing from a lot of these reviews. They're stating that the movie overall, like, you're going to have a fun time in the movie, but the plot and everything is messy. I guess the pacing is messy. So it's, it's not without issues, right? But the the actual portrayals and the acting of uh, the ladies themselves is what will escalate, you know, and make it a, a more fun experience. So I as two beers and not said before, when I first looked at the trailer, I was like, dude, this looks like a CW TV show. In fact, I remember showing it to my wife and she was like, that's not real. It's <laughs> 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 not real. It's somebody who must have made it that's or something. Fan, that's a fan video. Yeah, pretty much. <laughs> I made a fan trailer. Pretty much. But um, like I said, I, the second trailer, I just rehashed what I said. 
I wasn't. I thought it was a better trailer. I wasn't a fan of it because it was. It gave me Suicide Squad vibes, and I wasn't that big of a fan of Suicide Squad. I, 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 it was a fun time, but it's like eh. you watch it again, you're like, wow, I, I, I somewhat like this movie. Ugh. But anyway, um, <laughs> I will say this much. I don't know if it's going to help the sales for it, as Two Beers was alluding to. Um, I think once it comes out. If the audience gives it a good word of mouth, I think it will help the sales of the movie uh, in that sense. But um, I hope it, it's successful. You know, Warner Brothers needs a win. They makes they make so many dumb mistakes and they make so many bad movies. Uh, I'm hoping that this is uh, enjoyable, and um, I'm going in to go see it. You know, oh, no judgments. You know, but uh, I'll go see it. But I I tell you this much. If if I have another uh, bats Jesus Christ moment like in the beginning of B- BBS, I will walk out. I will walk the hell out. Any other comments before we move from uh, Birds of Prey and we go into trailers? No, <laughs> that's everything to say about it. Okie dokie. Okie dokie. All right. So the goal was for nobody to see the fast trailer um, until tonight but evidently two beards already posted and watched the trailer i don't know why beards is just another word for messing up <laughs> that's all that is we should just call them messing up now. So, so but um but um i'm going to mute you guys for a moment and i'm going to put in the fast trailer for everybody so we're going to take a look at the uh fast nine uh trailer as i mute you guys real quick and uh, we'll get started with that right about now. Let's switch over. Uh, 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 I'm going to go first on this. Usually I deflect. I'm, I'm, I'm going to go first on this. You, you throw Han in the end? Really? Justice for Han? So Han is not dead? What? what, what? I didn't even know John C. was in this movie. I, I, I literally have no words. I wish I had cameras so y'all could see my a, face. Um, it might be Han's twin brother. Oh my god, dude! Wow, I I was about to say it looks like a. I I, I guess this is just Fast and Furious now, right? This is this is this is where Fast and Furious is. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Family, though, as Roku says, but family laugh out loud. Yeah, <laughs> wow. Um, I thought I was going to comment, but I, I really have nothing to say. My jaw is on the ground. Uh, two yes. beers. Go ahead. You, you you take this first. Say, wow, Ooh. wow. I, I will say this. I think the trailer is way too long and shows too much. But go ahead, two beers. Wow. <laughs> Your father gave this to me. Now I'm giving it to you. For protection from what's to come. <laughs> Yo, the car did a Spider Man swing at the end. <laughs> it was a good idea. Yo! <laughs> the car swung on the rope at the fucking end. <laughs> hey, get up, guys. This shit is done. <laughs> you motherfuckers went from car racing to becoming a heist movie, and now your car is swinging on the rope like fucking Spider Man. This shit is gone. Whoa, whoa, whoa! I think something's wrong. Uh, uh, what's the wrong? Again? 
No, I always when we talk, we always play the trailer in the background for people to see. That way, you can see again, and you could you could do it. Okay, it'd be okay if you didn't do that. Good GX. Oh my god! That Vin Diesel needs to produce these movies to pay for uh, things that couldn't really get funding, like the Chronicles. That was um. That was the triple X movies. He actually enjoys the uh, the Fast and the Furious movie. Yeah, he's actually the producer and owns them pretty much. Yeah. All right. Well, where are my Riddick movies? They're coming. <laughs> yeah. But your comments on Fast Nine, sir. That's what you're here for. <laughs> your comments on John Cena as the villain, the brother of um, uh, Dom Toreno. The brother oh, Dom Toreno. So, uh, what do you? How do you feel about this? All right. Here's how I feel about this. Uh, movies should not have nines. That's ridiculous. <laughs> um, for something called the Fast and Furious, not really about speed. That stealth bomber flying right, <laughs> going at the speed of a car. Remember? Yeah, yeah, yeah. You know yeah, I, I remember. Why is it called Fast? Because <laughs> it's part of the yeah, Fast and Furious series. Slow as shit. It's called. It's part of the Fast series. That's why it's called Fast. Is it yes. <laughs> this is the well, new they, Fast series. Yes. They did have the one car with the rocket attached to it. That is true. <laughs> I'm not going oh, to see this movie, um, but I could. I could get high. <laughs> and you know, sit in the back with all my homies and just laugh, laugh. Have you seen any of the other Fast movies after Fast Five? Truth to tell, I saw up to Fast and the Furious 3. Okay. Okay. And after that, I was like, wait a minute, this isn't even about racing. Yeah, they're not about racing. They're they're literally superheroes. But um, the Fast series, as over the top and crazy it is, as it is, you accept it for what it is, and they're very fun movies. Like you go in, <laughs> you, you see over the top action. You know the kind of stuff that you know would have sold billions of dollars back in the nineteen nineties, and. You have fun with it. <laughs> you don't take it for what it is. <laughs> it is what it is. I'll tell you though, something cool. I think uh, this probably wasn't that expensive, man. Like it was probably uh, a lot of CG. Yeah, and that's really fast and efficient now. Yeah. Probably all green screen sets. Like, that's awesome, right? Yeah. Oh, this shit hurt my brain, man. <laughs> <laughs> Why are you thinking so hard on it? It's fast and furious, man. I mean, I sh- it's like I should have already known. Where, like, like uh, the Rock was like uh, using his 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 foot to, to to move like fucking missiles in the previous one. Dog. Well, everything the Rock does is ridiculous, right? <laughs> like dog. ballers is uh, a shock when you see ballers for the first time. Like, it's like, yeah, you're human. Sir. You're human. Oh. Go ahead, two beers. <laughs> really? I was gonna say, Cena took a full car <laughs> to, to the uh, to the body. Yes, they rode a jeep over a bridge. You know, on all of this, I'm like, okay, this is this is this is funny. This is fun. This is some fun stuff. 
I mean, she she gets she gets uh, hit and lands right on his car. No broken bones. I'm like, all right, this is all cool. This is fun. But the uh, that ending though. <laughs> the spider swing. <laughs> yeah, the spider swing with the car. Because <laughs> you already know when you see the full scene, that shit's gonna disconnect. The car's gonna fucking flip, land on its wheels, and he's gonna keep speeding as if he never stopped. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. <laughs> oh my fucking goodness. I- I'm so surprised John uh, Cena's in this. I, I didn't. I didn't. I, I didn't. I didn't. I don't remember ever reading about it or hearing about him being in this movie. There were so so many people who got in their feelings after the the Rock and Statham did the uh, the spinoff. Yeah, the spinoff. Yeah, Hobbs and Shaw. Hobbs and Shaw oh. with a uh, black Superman. So 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 the idea that came out of this was that um, in Fast Eight, basically the Rock and and uh, Vin Diesel had to film scenes secret, uh, separately. They had to basically put them together via CG. They were fighting on the set and all this other stuff. So supposedly we had to spin off and you, you kind of hear like they won't ever work again. But then I'm hearing rumors now that Rock's supposed to be coming back for Fast 10. So do you think they're just that he's uh, they're setting up this whole uh, John Cena Rock thing to... Uh, if John Cena actually lives, uh, if John Cena actually lives throughout this movie, but don't don't. Uh, uh sir, sir, sir. Han got ran over and executed, but yet he's walking at the end of this sequence, and everybody keeps saying, "Where's the justice for Han?" Oh, you get the justice for Han, and they just put him in the end of the sequence. Do they have like so, superpowers and stuff? Yes, they're, they ha- they have superpowers in their driving and all the stunts and stuff that they do. Okay, okay. Well, I, that makes some more sense. Are you trying to make sense out of it? Why are you trying to do that? <laughs> Two beers, have you seen any of the new Fast movies? Mm-mm. Oh, okay. I would suggest this, and I know this is a hard sell, but honestly, go back and watch like Fast, Fast 5 through, I would say, maybe 7 or 8, and then come back... And then tell me, you know, how you feel about it. Because they're over the top. It's like you're watching this and you're like, what the fuck? But the movies are so much more enjoyable than the original because they're so over the top. You just shut your brain off and you're you're just enjoying the action and the banter and the characters and so forth. Because it's, you know, it's driving up buildings and shit like that, you know. I can't explain it. You know, it's like it's like you get a video game that that, that's just over the top stuff that will never happen, and that's basically what it is. It kind of feels like uh, Mission Impossible Mm -hmm. that was written by a twelve-year-old. Wow! (laughs) Right? Wow! Oh, that sounds about. Sounds wow! Wow! But um, we got one more trailer. We're not going to we'll have it play, but we're not going to um, uh, watch it with actual sound. And I'll switch over to it now. This is so Mortal Kombat. The DC animation team is actually bringing out uh, Mortal Kombat movie. For me, my first thought was, wow, the animation is really bad. But um, (laughs) I'll start off with you, GX Drifter. Have you seen this trailer? And if so, what are your thoughts on it? Um, I have seen it. The animation is uh, direct-to-video animation, right? Mm-hmm. Like it, it's a low budget. They're doing the best they can. Yeah. I've never seen a movie from this studio that I thought wasn't pretty good. Like, 
they're solid. Gotcha. I think it'll be reliably uh, fun, and it'd be nice to see a take original Mortal Kombat that associated with that the first movie. Okay, you're really cutting out again, so that you know. God damn it. <laughs> Go ahead, two beards. Go ahead, two beards. <laughs> what you got to say, two beards? I don't think the animation is bad as uh, Khan thinks it is. I do think it's mid-grade, but I um, I think uh, some of the fights look pretty good. I think the, some of the scenes look pretty smooth. They, whoever the team is, they know their uh, they know their way around tricks on um to uh, create more with less. The style kind of um, style is kind of ridiculously angular, and this is coming from somebody who actually has a, a pretty angular style. Oh, you uh, didn't design it? No, I didn't. Mm. <laughs> People I showed it to, this somebody else made that same joke. Yeah, I thought um, it was all Bitsaki magic. <laughs> no. So yeah, I think the uh I think it's way too angular and it kinda takes away from it. The music kinda took me out of the trailer as well. The music was very weird. So it's like um okay. it's uh it's something I'll it's something I'll uh I'll give it a watch when it's uh streaming. But that's about it. I'm not uh, I'm not hyped for it. Oh, now I know what it. Now I know what it reminds me of. Um, did any of you guys see the the '90s Ninja Turtles that came out? The ones where they uh, they gave them a much more harsh looking uh, style, and they gave uh, uh, Michelangelo back his uh, nunchucks. Yeah, this this style kind of reminds me of that. So yeah, it's um. So yeah, I, I'll I'll give it. A, I'll uh, I'll give it a check, but it's not something I'm I'm uh, dying to see. Okay, cool. Yeah, I. I... Yeah, yeah, as I stated, the animation, a lot of it didn't impress me, but I like I like the story of Mortal Kombat. It's not, you know, like, oh my god, groundbreaking, but it's a fun experience. Uh, so I'm very curious to see what they do with it. I know we got a Mortal Kombat live-action movie coming out, so we should be seeing a trailer for that in probably a couple months or so, so I'm curious to see what that looks like, too. Mortal Kombat's pretty big right now. Uh, they're doing a lot. <laughs> Nether Realms has done a lot to uh, re, you know, bring that, revigorate that franchise for a new generation. The art style for me, it, it doesn't really do much, but I'll, I mean, when it comes out, I'll give it a watch, right? It is what it is, so. Mm-hmm. You know what just occurs to me? What's that, sir? It's Mortal Kombat. Like, I was looking at this trailer, it feels weird Street Fighter, mm-hmm. but there's supposed to be some, like, hearts coming out of chests and that, and it is rated R. Yeah. So that's novel. Like, I don't think we've ever seen anything like that from an American studio or from a Western studio. Yeah. I mean, the anim- the, the actual um, DC animated movies were, were kind of rated R, a lot of their animated movies, but um, to an extent. <laughs> to an extent. But uh, yeah, I agree. This is I'm very curious to see how they're going to do a lot of the gore and so forth. A rated R cartoon is, is, it is very interesting. Good point. Good point. All right, we're we're at the two hour mark, so we're going to wrap this up very very quickly because we I've been our streams have been going long, so we're instead of looking at let's swap over. So instead of looking at our our so right now we're at the point of we do our what the fuck of the week, 
uh, story. So uh, we have for our what the fuck week of the story, or as we call it, wow. It's a Florida man story. So I'm going oh, to boy. swap over. I'm going to meet you all. And we're going to listen to this real quick report for a Florida woman report about our for our wow of the week. All right. And let's go. Amanda Meter is charged with robbery with a firearm and neglect of a child. According to this arrest report by the Seminole County Sheriff's Office, it was Halloween night when Meter and her 15-year-old son and two others drove to this Circle K at the intersection of Red Bug Lake Road and Tuscawilla Road. According to the arrest report, Meter's teenage son allegedly entered the store donning a mask and produced a firearm and then demanded money from a fearful cashier. While the robbery was going down, Meter allegedly backed up her minivan to the store. This suspect was a willing participant in that she knew that this armed robbery was going to happen. She served as a lookout. And she was there also as this minor affected their escape from the store. Surveillance cameras from the Circle K captured everything, including Meter's face. But that wasn't what led investigators to her and her son. We were able also to develop some forensic evidence from uh, a note. That note contained the juvenile's fingerprints. And when they searched Meter's home in unincorporated Winter Park, they found a mask and clothing that matched what the robber wore during the robbery. Had the store clerk decided to use some sort of force to defend themselves, this minor could have been injured or even killed. Uh, it was a terrible decision on her part. Florida, sir, what the fuck of the week? A mother basically drives her son to a convenience store to rob. <laughs> In the minivan. Uh, your thoughts, Tim Harris? You got the uh, plot for uh, Fast and Furious 10 right here. <laughs> <laughs> like, life imitates art, right? Sure. Yeah, we'll, we'll, we'll go with that. We'll go with that. Uh, I don't know. I know that there's like, she got the wrong memo when it's like support your kids and <laughs> support the uh, their interests in life. <laughs> Like mom, I want to rob. I want to rob the store. I got you. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. I'll be your lookout in the getaway driver. You can do this. <laughs> I'm <been> done. <laughs> oh I, uh, god! I, I don't. I don't have any real words for this. I just. I just know that like uh. Yeah, I don't have any words. <laughs> I don't know what the fuck happened here. <laughs> uh, GX Drifter, your thoughts, sir. I haven't seen every episode of this podcast. I'm embarrassed to say. But that's but no problem. Is, is every what the fuck of the week something from Florida? <laughs> no. Like, no. Actually, no. crazy, right? No, no. No, it's you not. You could do a whole two hour. Yeah, you could. Correct. <laughs> <laughs> no, in fact, nah, the the one from uh, when Roku was on two episodes or three episodes ago uh, was in Denver, which was around Christmas time, where a um, a guy on Grinder uh, grinded in the wrong way his uh, his man's uh, products into his mouth <laughs> as he invited his date from Grinder. Killed him and then ate his penis and balls on Christmas Day, probably with father beans. 
That ain't right. <laughs> hey, right. I'm just telling you, that's, that was the what the fuck of the week yeah. for that week. Right. And it was in Florida. <laughs> and, then when you saw, and then when you saw what the guy looked like, you're like, why in the fuck? Did he have like shark teeth or anything like that? He looked like a lost Wyatt brother. Yeah. Hey. <laughs> it looks like. When he walked out of his house, mellow music starts playing and he starts doing incantation spells and shit. <laughs> like, time we chose to be. Uh, yeah. Yeah. My favorite Florida man is always going to be the one who the uh, baby gator into the uh, into the drive-through window. <laughs> That's always going to be my favorite. <laughs> oh, <laughs> Your your total sir comes out to five dollars. Five dollars. <laughs> Get this baby gator, bitch. That's what they need in the Fast and the Furious. More baby uh, gator. <laughs> Projectile baby gator. Well, uh, Roku said, "Well, he didn't forget her change." <laughs> no, no. Oh god. And, and and the sad thing about it is, not only did they capture them because they had their face all over the cameras from her minivan but the simple fact that the kid handed a note with his fingerprints all over it is just uh, only in Florida only in Florida mm. so the uh, before we close out a runner up was a uh, robber in Maryland who went in blackface <laughs> to, to, to rob a bank <laughs> yeah yeah that was the uh, runner up and hey, you can you clearly see up, right? <laughs> what's that you might as well double up, right? Like, you're going to do wrong. Do a lot of wrong. <laughs> Why this red man once said, if you got to be a monkey, be a gorilla. Gorilla. <laughs> <laughs> oh, my God. Oh, man. I'm going to rob the bank and be offensive at the same time. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> this is a two for one. <laughs> Oh, this had the nerve to put a beanie on too. Yeah. All right, let me let me let me show let me show it real quick. Let me show it real quick. Let me show it. So yeah, here it is right here. The gentleman, <laughs> white male with paint on his face. <laughs> oh, okay, I get it. Story. I'm thinking like. Minstrel blacks, big red clown mouth. That's what I was thinking. This guy is trying to—he's just trying to set up black people. (laughs) Describes him. It's gonna be oh, it was a black guy. Yeah, pretty much. (laughs) Yes, that makes sense. Yeah. (laughs) Oh Oh, man. Oh, oh, geez. And last, we'll complete out with comments. Uh, Roku states, uh, at least he wasn't in blackface. And he goes, oh, beat me to it. <laughs> Talking about GX Drifter's comments earlier. Oh, my goodness. Huh? Yeah. yeah, so we are we are definitely at the end of the stream. We've been going on for quite some time. I, we try to keep it lower, but, you know, it happens. Um Mr. GX Drifter, thank you, sir, for, uh, for being on. Me. Yes, yeah, we could hopefully on. get you back on again uh, for more episodes. But before we close out, why don't you tell the people um, where they could contact you, what projects you're currently working on, and anything else you may want to advertise uh, on the show. For right, sure. You guys can uh, 
catch GX Drifter at twitch.tv slash GX Drifter. I stream uh, sometimes. Um, <laughs> I teach art and sometimes draw and illustrate on the stream. Sometimes play uh, some video games that I'm okay at. Uh, but the banter's always good. You're always going to get some good laughs and 90s hip hop. That is all. Cool, cool. Uh, two beers. Sir, go ahead, give your normal uh, stuff for our new viewers. All right. Um, it's uh, Two Beards, and my art brand is Bisaki. After watching that uh, Fast and the Furious trailer, I no longer know what I do in this world anymore. Um, mm-hmm. I, I don't understand anything. And be like that. <laughs> yeah, you can, you can check me out. <laughs> just, just look up Bitsaki anywhere, and you can uh, find me. Yeah. Okay. Uh, your, oh, man. I am your other host, and I agree. Uh, that Fast Nitro was crazy, but you can find me multiple places. Uh, mainly is uh, Arn GM. Arn Games is Arn, A R N G M. Uh, that is where you can find me on YouTube and on Twitch. If you want to get information on the show, for right now, it is A R N Games. Uh, until we swap over to uh, no K-N-O-E. And then, as always, if you want to get back at me about white knighting, uh, political views, <laughs> or whatever, you can hit me up at Mobies on uh, Twitter. And that's M-O-E-B-E-E-S, Mobies. And, folks, thank you, everybody, for coming out. It looks like Mega, I think, might be uh, in his feelings, or he's asleep because he's an old man. But uh, no white knighting. We made it through an episode of... Uh, <laughs> Thank you. There are people Nothing in the chat, guys. Nothing in the chat. I seriously thought he's going to show up. Uh, hey, well, maybe he'll show up later. You know, but uh, thank you, GX Drifter, for uh, coming in. You were awesome. Thank you, uh, Two Beers, uh, for coming in. You're awesome. And I oh, guess we oh, could say this, yeah. right? Next week, Roku dies coming back. Roku? Yes, Ooh. no, maybe, maybe so. Yeah, maybe so. So we'll we'll yeah, be back. Like we'll be back hopefully. <laughs> some good jokes. Some good jokes. <laughs> so um, remember, folks, as always, you can come and be part of the conversation every Friday at 10 p.m. Eastern time till when we close, which is usually about 12 a.m. And this episode hopefully will be up by Tuesday for those who want to catch the VOD. And we should have a preview by Sunday. Well, that's it. Peace out, everybody. Peace.